All right. Well, thank you, Ace, for bringing us in. <laughs> hey, guys, this is the From My Experience podcast. This is Biff, the other Biff, and Alex. What's going on? Hey, guys. So today, I know, uh, I know one particular topic I want to talk about was the marriage contracts. And I know there are a couple other topics. I think Robert's probably going to put us on the lead with that one. But um, just saying hi, you guys. I hope everybody's week has been decent. Not Another mine. Work with. Uh, oh, well. <sighs> I'm training interns. I'm getting blown up at work. Like, ah, I'm dying. I'm not even posting on Instagram as much. Well. I can tell. I didn't get as many messages. Alex is the, the share message king. I like, blocked any him. Any meme. I had to block him. Any joke. Any, I, I don't even send you nothing, Robert. You, That's Alex because you can't. Send it to you. you can't send me nothing. <laughs> I blocked you. That's the point. I, I, I hadn't sent anything to you since you were complaining like a Mitch. That's a well, lie. <laughs> hey, I like to make people laugh and share entertainment. Some of that stuff be funny, though. I'm just saying. But, yeah, I've been busy, so my bad, Biff. I, I'll get back to my regularly scheduled programming. I'll send a prayer. Biff, how you been? Scratch. That sound about right. Work kicking my ass, but actually I've been having, making more time for video gaming, which is my stress reliever, so I've been pretty good lately. Camp front. Ow. Well, you guys, you know, as always, I hate work. I hate them at work. Um, but other than that, it's been all right. I'm out of a depressive episode. Ooh. Amen. Amen. We made, it, we made it out. That was a little tough. That was a tough couple of days, though. What's going on? But we made it out. You got our what? numbers. Give us a call. We got you back. And I was not feeling people just go around, but <clears throat> moving along, a marriage contract. So the other day I was in a Facebook group, I think, or maybe I heard it. I don't know. I heard it somewhere. And somebody brought up the idea of uh matter of fact, I think it was on Instagram. Shout out to Lo. I don't know her at name or anything. <laughs> but I do remember the topic from her. Sorry. Um, it was marriage contracts. Do you think marriage contracts is a good idea? You know, instead of getting married and then, you know, staying in it for however long and then be like, fuck it, this isn't for me. Or getting married, stay for a year. And then you realize, maybe I made a big fucking mistake. And, you know, now you got to go through hell and high water to get a divorce. It's so much money. It's just, you know, it's just really a pain now. And it's more common than you think now. I think it's above 50% now. It's just ridiculous now. So, um, yeah. one of the ideas, the divorce rate's above like 50%. But, um, one of the ideas was go get a marriage contract. So, every year you go before a board or a panel, whomever, and you do like a review. Like, okay, these are my negotiations for the marriage this year. This year I'll try to such and such, such and such. I'll maintain this or I'll work on this or this is my issue. You know, like every year you go in front and you decide whether you want to do it for another year or not. And then if you choose not to go further, then, you know, right there, it's a note right there. That's it. You know, because beforehand, I already be decided what, you know, what, what was going where and what. But, you know, you want to do another year? Plug it in. Go ahead and sign in for another year. So I think it, you know, I think it's a good idea. It cuts on the cost of divorce. It cuts on the, the cost of just, you know, it's really a pain. It's a mess. Like, you know, it's people yeah. waiting in there in marriages. Huh? 
Can I ask you something? What? You said this is more common than we think. What? Um, marriage contracts. No, I'm saying divorce is more common than you think. Oh, okay, okay. I, I misunderstood yeah. you. Yeah, no. it, it's. I think we had did a show way back when where we were talking about, you know, how divorces even occur, and you know, but without going off on a tangent, I believe divorce rates are so high is because the culture has changed. They're not taught to fix things. It's a instant gratification. It's like, oh, okay, I'm not feeling this. I'm out. Instead well, it's of, not even about fixing things. It's just motherfuckers just go get married for the hell of it. That's the problem. Yeah, you have like to you know said, who you're marrying. gratification. Nobody knows who they're marrying. They're just getting married for the hell of it, for the business side, the marriage. And then they're like, oh, this shit is real life. Maybe I should have thought about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's just a, like a whole thing without, you know, hijacking the topic where know who you're getting married to. Don't rush into it. And then... You know, if you're in it, you love that person, you owe it to yourself and the effort you put in that relationship to try and fix it. If you're ready to just up and leave, you you weren't meant to be in it. You know, I, I'm, I'm a fighter. If, if I love somebody, I'm going to make it work. And then now we're di- talking about marriage contracts. Look at how we as a society and, and just how the culture, the stigma has changed with marriage. Now we're coming up with marriage contracts. You know? I don't necessarily think the stigma has changed. I just think back then it was too expensive to get divorced, so you stuck around. Well, if you let's or go back, back into because, like it's cheaper to keep it. So, yeah, it's back then it was so taboo to get a divorce. Like now it's like, okay, you got a divorce, so what? Hell, they having divorce parties. Like, I don't, I don't divorce think divorce parties. Back, <laughs> yeah, they're like party popping the, the popping yeah, blade bottle. You you out of that horrible ass relationship? Like people make mistakes, but I just think back then because it was taboo or because it was too expensive or you know because you didn't want to get looked down upon, you went on ahead and stayed even though you know your granddaddy had four other outside. You know you got four other outside aunties and uncles. Yeah, I think the institution of marriage just got completely jacked up, diluted, and just now we're like talking marriage contracts i think with the way people are it's an probably a necessary evil to you know not have people stuck in a legal financial and overall you know mess of a situation if that can serve that purpose so with that said i think that when you were mentioning it i'm like what kind of but then you went into it a little more like hey every an annual review just like a job, almost. Like, yeah. hey, you know what? If you are not meeting these marks that you said in our vows, you know, then we annul it, you know? And I honestly think if you really love that person, it's like, oh, man, you know, she she might not stick around for me this year if, you know, I didn't meet the mark. Some and some people, it might, you know, crack the whip on them. Other than, man, F this, F all that. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, because so, if you're doing what you've been doing and, you know, you ain't doing nothing wrong, you ain't got nothing to worry about. But it also, too, people do change over time. I, mean, I understand that, but that's part of the, the yearly negotiations. Now, like last year, you didn't like doing this, but this year, I would like you to try to work on such and such. Mm-hmm. That's different. That's a, like a different type of growth. You change your marriage contract negotiations based on your year. Yeah. Mm. Like this year, I need you to be a little nicer to me. I need you to work on being nicer to me. Like, you know. That's technically like counseling or marriage counseling, you know, yeah, but just but this that, way, they enforce but this way it every forward. year. Yeah, yeah, to make sure this is what you actually want to do. Because nobody has time to run it back and forth. But you know what? If you're going to even enter that, it's like, you know, let's say you get through all these 
P- uh, annual reviews and then like 10 annual reviews that do good and one bad one it's like damn I done wasted my time type stuff you know what I mean well it's not necessarily one like one it, they're not giving you a review you're giving yourself your you know no, you, I, you, you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah yeah but no of course you know if you're gonna have good years you're gonna have bad years but that's your choice between you and your partner to decide whether you want to continue on with another year okay we had 10 years 10 good years and we just happen to have one bad year is it worth it yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna keep going forward. I mean, like, I doubt, I highly doubt that people put in ten years after one bad year or semi bad year, they just be like, "Fuck it, I'm done." But yeah, I mean, because you get emotional scars after that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the point of review. Look, okay, this happened this year. I didn't like this. This needs to change. This behavior or whatever it is that you're seeking from your partner. All right, for the, those of you who will hear this on Facebook, SoundCloud, and all the other outlets, weigh in on this. That is very interesting. Very interesting. If they normalize that for all married couples on an annual basis, you know, to I mean, maybe something like that could decrease the, you know, over 50%. It's like, when I heard it was like almost 60%, I'm like, what? Like, what's the point in getting married when you got a 50-50 chance that it's not going to work? Business. Business. Marriage is business. Marriage has always been about business. It was just when it Blew up for whatever reason, you know. People made this all about love. Oh, this is for the person you're gonna be with. No, marriage has always, from the beginning of time, has always been about business. It was a business proposal acquisition at first. Oh yeah, yeah. In other cultures, like you know, they like marry off their daughters and like, hey, arrange marriages so that yeah, arrange you know, marriages, make, make like, super oh. couples and all that, so that they can. Yeah. You know, acquire it's always land been a business as far as it's just now people want to make it. Oh, it's about love. Yeah, but okay. but th- that's what it should be about, though. But that's just me. Yeah, fuck y'all. I just want that empire. You know, I, I, I was going to turn that <laughs> into a joke, but I'm going to leave that alone. Because we know how big the empire state building is. Hello. Oh, I want to talk about that empire, but let's go. Wow. And Faber just sitting out there looking like a DJ. Over there like a dehydrated damn rooster. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, you know what? That well, is those, are you listening in on the show? Can I see what we see? Uh, the Skype. Biff, you wrote for that. Wow. <laughs> nah, Dehydrated <I'm> just... rooster. <laughs> He's sitting back in the chair like. <laughs> Literally sitting in the chair like that. Oh my gosh. No, I'm just no. I'm just taking in what y'all are talking about and what y'all are saying. It is an interesting concept. Um, I get a report card every year. You're like you can't stroke it right. I All feel right, like I feel like that stuff it. y'all should be doing anyway. But <laughs> I, I guess some dumbass people actually need that in place to do the right thing. But here's the thing: what's so there's a contract. Obviously, there needs to be some type of breach of contract. So what's the what happens? You get divorced or an annulment because. You know, I would think an annulment should just be running with the, the length of it, I guess. But, I mean, it's kind of like, it's pointless in a sense because it's like, <laughs> I can marry you, have all the pr- benefits and privileges of marrying you, and if I fuck you over, I just get to walk away scot-free. No, I mean, but that, I think that would be depending on your terms and, con- terms and conditions of your each individual contract. Okay, so nah, I can basically five hundred dollar fine they, for cheating. They can, <laughs> exactly, just like they have cheating clauses now in prenups. 
And so are we giving tickets for cheating? Oh, you cheated? So it's like That's $1,000. Well, it's not necessarily yeah. a cheat ticket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it's like a cheating ticket, but it's like, okay, that's my way, you know what I'm saying? That's a way for me to get out. Or, you know, yeah. you want to cheat, fine. You know, we've been married, but if you cheat on me, I'm going to get such and such, such and such, such and such, whatever this amount of money and this, 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 that, and that, and forth. It sounds like a prenup. It's just, it's just like a, a, annual prenups, you know, just put, hey, yeah. renegotiate the contract or the parameters of what, you know, this this civil union is, you know, so mm, that for some couples, I think that would be very effective, very effective. It, so it, actually I actually have to sit down and look at it in black and white and be like. It makes it real. When, yeah, when, this from is what thought, I feel like you need it, to improve on, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then. I feel that this concept is around already or, you know, people do it already. But like, I think as far as standardizing it across the board, let's say they made laws for it, then that I think that would be a very interesting effort to kind of reduce those rates. I see you, Biff. Biff, stop acting light skin. She, she is light skin. Oh, wow, Ben. Speaking of, I know this is really a side, side, side conversation. <clears throat> um, you know, I've been acting light skin since I was like a teenager. I, did, I had no clue because a guy told me, he was like, I remember when you worked at your first job, he was at Checkers, and he was like, You gave me a phone hmm. number, and then turned around and gave me the cold shoulder. I was like, Damn, I was being light skin when I was 15, 16. Biff be acting light skin, y'all. Biff got that caramel complexion, though. Yeah, yeah, caramel. I was about to say, I was like, <laughs> Alex, <laughs> shut up. No one cares what you're about to say. Calm down. Oh, Oh, you dehydrated chicken. Shut up. <laughs> I am not. I did not act light skin. Biff, you do act light skin. What 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 is acting light skin? Uh, you know, are Alex, we messing with This is, this is something you'll never know about. <laughs> oh, you'll never know about it, Duke. This dude walking shadow over here talking about I'll never know. You like Alex, eight shades I'm, darker than me. I'm definitely not shades that, of black. I'm not edition. that dark, Alex. I'm really not. <laughs> Yo, you ever see them chocolates in, in like Valentine? You know, like the hearts and stuff. I'll be kind of like the mid grade, and 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 Faber is like that extra dark chocolate. You just called another man extra dark chocolate. That, that is some see, and he had to twist shit. it. He had to twist I didn't it. twist it. I just said this. I stated a fact. I would never compare your complexion to chocolate. You see him grinning, right? You see him, Biff? You see him? <laughs> he compared my complexion to chocolate. That's disgusting. No, there's none of that. Yeah. This yeah, dude you know, just I... compared me to chocolate. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> wow. He took that completely out of context. You should have never... You should have stopped yourself when you heard what you were saying. <laughs> I was like, he's going to realize he's about to say some dumb shit. He'll stop. Nope. <laughs> you know what? Don't worry, I got you probably. Oh my god. Anywho. Talking about my skin complexion. Uh Biff, what did you say? You said off topic, what? Oh, you acting light skin? Oh, what is acting about... light skin? Act <laughs> light skin <laughs> Okay, first of all, these are jokes, y'all. Obviously we okay, know yes. you you, you but are... light skinned men and light skinned women are two two different things. This yeah, light skinned men and like eh, yeah, light skinned men and like nah, I don't know. Um, so these are jokes. Oh, uh, and that just just for the sake of that, I'll I'll do acting dark skin afterwards. So so no one would be upset. <laughs> oh yeah, we can do that too. 
<laughs> Yo, wait, wait. On oh, the dark skin people. Yo, I laughed so hard. I'm not gonna say his name, but one of, one of my fraternity brothers was like, I can't mess with her. I was like, what? Is that your chair? Yeah. Why are you laughing? I even say it yet. You're crying, Bill. You about to lie. I mean, you about to laugh. He was like, I can't mess with that chick. I was like, why not? He said, she got a baby daddy. I said, are they together? He was like, nah, but he dark skinned. Dark skinned niggas can fight? <laughs> Boy, I was crying laughing. <laughs> and then he showed me a picture wow. of him. He said, that nigga like he can fight, don't it? I said, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn, got me in tears over here. All right, <laughs> acting light skin. <laughs> men. So the men tend to be funny enough. The light acting oh, light skin men. They stay in the mirror with their R&B video asses. Very oh, they conceited. be talking about their effeminate and stuff, and they got the memes. They got Biff crying over here. <laughs> Think about Greer from He's Got. She's Got to Have It. They swear they pretty. Like Prince. The hair got to be in place. Yeah, but you know what? They you are high that. maintenance. That's they not, are high maintenance. I, I see the memes. And a little stuff. sensitive. Did you yeah. see that meme? It was like once you defeat all the light skinned niggas, you got to fight the boss. And that dude had like the hair, <laughs> <laughs> like a cat in the face, yo. Wow, <laughs> yo. that's terrible. Yeah. I, and you know the funny thing about that? Saved us. Huh? I said the Splash Brother saved us. It was a little rocky starting the summer out. You know, with Jake, oh. I mean, Drake. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, he, he, this dude, he gonna be like skin forever. <laughs> Put your tea all up in his grill. Mm-hmm. Aired him out, yo. <laughs> but you know what? Can can we do a sidebar topic on that? Can or we? You... Yeah, let's finish talking about light skin, dark skin. You talking about the rap? It, well, the whole thing, push your tea and Drake. All right, we can do that. Um... But yeah, acting light skinned dudes, and they be sensitive, yo. They be like ready to fight, but not really ready to fight. Because <laughs> they not gonna fight. Because they not gonna fight. And then they push their know, friend like know, in, in front of them. The hood that fight. They're like a walking Timberland, yo. There's all They're kind crazy. of sensitivities. <laughs> uh, <laughs> baby, grind on me. I mean, they just look like a, a walking Pretty Ricky video, like Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky is what they call. But that's what mm. they call them. They're sensitive. They get upset easily. <laughs> <laughs> that's like prejudice, yo. Like that, that, these are prejudice. these are these are jokes. Yeah, they gel down their baby hairs. Wow. <laughs> oh Unbelievable. God. You know what? The views and and thoughts of from my experience do not reflect that of Alex Sexes and such. Okay. Such. Anyway, but can we talk about light skinned women? Light skinned women. Yeah. All right. Let me start with Biff. Are the most beautiful. Voluptuous, gorgeous, wonderful. I'm not gonna lie. And you know this dark skinned men always chase light skin. There is something about a light skinned woman. I don't know what it is. It don't and I'm not talking about ethnicity. I'm just talking about the skin color itself. I don't know what it is. All my girlfriend dark skin though. But anyway. Um Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause the light skinned women was acting light skinned. Um, every light skinned girl, I, <laughs> every light skinned girl I ever try to get with got curved. I think some of them think they they fine just because they light skinned. Some of y'all ugly. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now it is some in the light skinned coalition that's not the cutest of God's creatures. Okay? Looking like baboons. Actually. That goes for that goes for any skin complexion. Matter of fact, it's just ugly people out here. 
Why you ate that face? <laughs> um, what else? Y'all do y'all act bougie sometimes. Definitely act bougie. Um, <laughs> what the hell am I listening to? <laughs> yeah, like Martin Lawrence said, y'all put on the fuck them dress when you mad at him. Go out and like fuck him, girl. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh my god. Yo. Wow, that was a good one. Acting like you too good to talk to a dude. Biff just said it herself. Got gave a dude the number and then curved him afterward. Mm-hmm. That's not nice. Well, I just say no now, or I try to be. I try to be nice. About Biff did that to me back in the day. She was acting light skinned when I met her at that Wild Wings. She was like, wow. oh, she was like. It was she, it was wet willies. Wet willies, yeah. She had on that fedora. She said, "Oh hey," and turned and kept talking to her friends and shit. I said, "Oh, <laughs> I done drove my black ass all the way up here for this." No, because Biff had on that goddamn six X. I did not have on the six X white tee. Biff had on that motherfucking six X white tee with that goddamn size forty four jeans. I did not, y'all. <laughs> Wow. I did not have on the 6X white tee, I promise And then you. he had on the Ed Hardy shirt because that was one of them bedazzled janks when that shit was in. Was it the Ed Hardy shirt? You said it was in. Shut up! <laughs> but you was acting light-skinned. I couldn't get a regular rejection. I got the light-skinned rejection. Yeah. A dark-skinned chick just would have been, just would have, you know, uh-uh, I can't do this. Light-skinned girl. Uh-huh. Boy, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. Light-skinned girls be trying to drop it, drop it easy. You rat bastards. Um, <laughs> love you, Bill. Um, well, like, dark skinned niggas like to um have sex with you and then steal out your purse. So, ladies, be careful. Wow. wow. <laughs> and then help you look for it. Be careful. Oh my goodness! I heard this before. Did that happen to you, Biff? Happen to who? You. <laughs> oh my god hey baby they over there and he, he putting it in his back pocket light skin huh? light skin women always the ones that be on uh, Instagram too with the camera in their face and they doing all the head movements and poses and shit and blinking and shit you know what, you know what? that's kind of messed Bim. up that's kind of messed does up that. y'all go to Biff's stories on Instagram <laughs> every time she in the car ah, wait wait and did she do that <laughs> Wow! And be sober. <laughs> Last skin chicks be so, be be sober, but and then act drunk. <laughs> like that well, shit. Well, cute. Girl, they like do. Drunk. I don't act. Yeah. Biff, you look like you get turned up. You can always tell when I be drunk. She don't. Biff be fake turned up. I be on my he man, uh, my my she woman he man uh, haters club shit. You can look at Biff's stories and tell she don't turn up. She be people watching. <laughs> Biff turns up in the privacy of her home. <laughs> yeah. Safer. I be, I be fucked up. I go out and get fucked up at the bar, though, but not like... I've been doing good lately as far as not recording myself being, like, fucked up and stuff, so... Yeah, that's good. It's, especially, like, parents and stuff, you know, kids. Yeah, that's when... Oh, I don't care, because I'll turn up with Grayson. I just, you know... True that, true that. All right. That's what's up. Just, just try to be a little cognizant because I don't want to come in at work and they'd be like, hey, girl. <laughs> I heard you was a little turd. Yeah, you'd be like, mm. <laughs> I have a friend from, from work. What? Uh, oh, wow. You know what? 
I just read a message that just threw me off. I hope it's uh, her usual. No, no, no. I have to uh, sever a business venture with um, somebody on my motorcycle channel. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang. Yo. Yeah, um, some people think take me for a punk, and I, they're about to find out. Like, Shout out to I'm... all the light skin and dark skin people out there. We love you. Y'all yeah, well we love all colors and shades. We have every all, shade all on the podcast because Tori's dark. Yeah, we really do. We do. If, if you guys are wondering who that light skin lady with the long blue hair is, that's me, you guys. In the logo. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are wondering, definitely Biff. It me. It me. What is your mm. little side uh side note, Alex? Okay. Explain to me from y'all's perspective what, what the hell because I have my thoughts on it, but like I just want to You got to... thought you have your thoughts on it, so they doing the research? I said <laughs> Wow. No, because uh <laughs> shout out to Mr. D Mizzle who actually was arguing with me over this. So I'm actually trying to put his uh, our discussion on blast, okay. but the push your teeth thing. Okay. He why are you making that face? Up... Oh, cause you. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm gonna keep this brief. But nah, go ahead. You to... good? Okay. Push your teeth. Pushed up on Drake first, right? No. A accusing him of needing. Man, a... this was like ten years ago. Push it started with Wayne, like ten years ago. And this okay. Gone. So the history Pusha goes like this. Shot. Allegedly. Bird, when Birdman did the song, What Happened to That Boy with Clips? What Happened to That Boy? Pharrell did yeah. the beat. Apparently, Birdman didn't pay for the beat. So, I guess the Clips didn't like that, and they've been throwing little shots. Then, when Lil Wayne started popping back in the early the early 2000s era, like the mid-2000 <laughs> area, um, apparently, the rumor is the, clip, uh, the Clips came at him with some sneak disses because um, they had a song called Mr. Me Too. Because Wayne mm -hmm. was apparently taking their dress style. That's yet to be proven. Then, later on, um, and, and apparently some other shots were being thrown back from Wayne's camp. But then Drake kind of, I heard this on another podcast, he kind of inherited that beef when he signed with that label. And mm -hmm. shots, yeah. little smaller shots were given back and forth up until, because he does, Push has another song called Exodus where he talks about Baby and how he not paying the people and stuff. Then oh um, Drake Drake came at him on a song called Two Birds, One Stone. It was, apparently it was him and Kid Cudi he was coming after. And then now you had Infrared. So that brings up to, up to speed. Go ahead, Alex. All right. So basically, um, now that it's been brought to my attention that Drake actually cracked the whip first. That's racist. He didn't crack the whip first. He didn't. What the? Okay, so... Pusha T, there's, the common denominator is him, right? So, from what was told to me, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, he went after Drake, seemingly like trying to get like a battle out of him and seeing, if, hey, if he can come at him without a ghost rider or whatever. Mm, right? That's not, that's a lie, but go ahead. <clears throat> okay, no, no, correct me, that's why I'm, I'm correcting you. Yeah, no, I mean, if you listen to the song Infrared, which is on his album, I mean, he threw shots at Wayne, he threw shots at Birdman, and he threw shots at Drake. I don't really... It was like more of a like a jab. It wasn't really like he was trying to knock him out with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's my philosophy, just on everything as a whole, right? If you go to the zoo, right, and there's a lion or an animal in the exhibit, you throw a rock at it, and then 
the, they the throw animal some shit back at you. Yeah, and, and the lion come and, and claw your ass, and then you get mad <laughs> and you go and get a shotgun and fucking blow the lion away. Who's wrong? Nobody. What do you mean nobody? Because the if somebody, some well, shit, whoever started it. Yeah, okay, so with this being said, right? He threw. No, I don't agree with how hard Drake responded. Okay, but it wasn't something to the effect of possibly ending <laughs> or damaging someone's career. You know what I mean? Well, that's the first. So he came he at his. Yeah, he said something about his fiance and whatnot. He said and, her name. and Drake is wrong for that. He's wrong for that. I, you know, I'd have some some choice words for him too. However, <laughs> when Pusher T decides to respond, push your Thanos, push your Thanos. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I get it. Come at the man, but don't try to damage his ability to produce income and air out all of his personal stuff when it should have been kept in the arena, like you know, disses and jabs. This was like straight out. <laughs> Human disrespect, and I don't, I don't respect Pusher T for that because, you know, I put myself in both circumstances because if I, you know, I, because I, I, I fought martial arts, military, what? whatnot. If I do something, if I throw a kick or I punch somebody that I know I'm not ready for, or I'm, I'm you know, like, hey, you don't go into a fight expecting not to get hit. You know what I mean? I do. So, <laughs> right. Unless, unless, unless you're <laughs> Unless you're Neo from the first Matrix, but or you, you get Mayweather. what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that's from it's from my perspective where it's just like, why did he have to go? Did and you expose... listen to the diss? I heard some of it with my sister in the car, and I was just like, all right, I don't want to hear this no more because it's like, <laughs> I'm like, well, damn. And then all the pictures of like, uh, <laughs> you know, I was sitting here like, okay, if, I know it's for an audition. Okay. It wasn't well, for an audition, th- but go ahead. That well, that's what the like I said. Correct me. He came out. He no. came out and explained that he was trying to. That's back when he was. <laughs> Another clip came out of Drake. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> no, no, for real. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Did you see the other clip, Alex? Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, wait. Oh, man. The other clip, I don't know what he was acting in. He was like in high school and he was walking by this one dude and <laughs> he grabbed his butt and then he looked at him. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? I was well, like, what is this? <laughs> well, who leaked that? Who leaked I don't that? know. Drake was mad young, though, dog. He had to have been like 16. <laughs> that was Degrassi. That was the show he did. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I was like, what? Oh, my God. No, nah, but. Um, but- you get what I'm saying? I'm I'm just a firm Here's believer. The is Here's the thing. Go ahead. If you're jousting in the ring, if you're boxing, and somebody hits you with an uppercut after you jabbed them, then you run outside the ring and get a, 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 a sledgehammer. Come on. You know, like, <laughs> fit in the confines of the ring and don't go so far where you could potentially damage the man's image. Which can well, screw him over on a lot well, of things because celebrities. I think that and just, stuff. that comes that comes with the grounds of battle. Thank that you. comes with when you, it's when called, you start some shit. Yep. It's called a that, battle for a reason. That, that's the okay. Game. It's a that's battle. It's a battle. But I, maybe I felt that there was no honor in how far that went. You know what I mean? Like yeah, keep there's it. No, there's no honor in a battle. Like no I mean, Alex, do you you gotta go do your homework, man? There's been worse stuff said and then like what what Jay Z said about Nas and his baby mama. Like I left condoms on your baby seat. 
You called a thousand <laughs> times. He said you called her a thousand times while I was boning her neck. Like you talking about somebody's bit on the radio. The radio is playing this song. Like yeah. Then you had Cameron saying he's gonna have his way with Nas's daughter's face. Like I've heard way. Oh way, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, I've heard yeah. way worse stuff than this. Um, no, I guess, Ice Cube, yeah, no Vaseline. That this is recent. Being that is recent, that's why it was light I, I just... though. Like, cause what did, what did he really say? You're a deadbeat dad. <laughs> your mom, your mom can't keep a man. Your dad disappeared. Now you parading your dad around in Steve in Steve Harvey suits. Yeah, but you hiding you hiding your baby mama because she used to be a porn star. Let her be your world. That's your baby mama. Show her off. That's your baby mama. You chose to lay with her. She got pregnant. Deal with it. Well. Mm. He told the truth. And here's the thing that cracks me up. A lot of people are hypocrites because a lot of people feel like Jay-Z won because they said TakeOver had a lot of facts in it. True stuff. Saying Nas was broke. This, that, and the third. Um, Nas came back with Ether. Obviously, he aired him out. And even Jay-Z admitted later on. (laughs) Jay-Z admitted him. Which cracks me up because Jay-Z later on admitted on his album he lost. But other people still say he won. But anyway... So Pusha T did did what a a real battle rapper does. At the beginning of the song, he says, drug dealing aside, um, ghost writing aside. Because everyone knows that Pusha T, you know, used to to pump that weight. Drake, you know, has the ghost writing allegations out there. Everyone knows that. So Pusha T said, let's put that to the side and talk about that real. Since you want to come, since you want to mention my fiance. And then the way he brought it in, he said, since you mentioned my fiance, let her know who you made your Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what? I think he got triggered. He got now, 40 talking about 40 being um uh, crippled and sick. Yeah, since he got now, that is one thing. The multiple sclerosis thing. Uh, I wasn't really feeling that, even though I got it. I wasn't really feeling that. And the disc came out on the multiple sclerosis day. Day, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he said he didn't thing. know if that. If you slap boxing, if you slap boxing with somebody, and then all of a sudden you want to start throwing punches, like, come on, you, you Biff said it best. It comes with the territory, right? Get it? Well, I think, but <clears throat> I, I think that you know, maybe it's just my code of honor. My I mean, ethics. at the end of the day, none of us would have been happy if that was us he was talking about. I mean, and did he yeah. go too far? My thing <laughs> is this: you can't go into a rap battle. <clears throat> thinking that oh, someone oh, you yeah, gotta yes. you gotta think of him like yo he's gonna come for me like that's how you gotta think what yeah shut up <laughs> um oh. and you are trying to actually alex you are trying to really like you're trying to not take him down a notch you know what i'm saying because if you don't take him down a notch he's gonna take you down a notch mm. like that's that's just the way it goes like i mean and come on like drake drake I, is I not gonna so. lose a step dude drake is one of, of the course, biggest of mega course. stars so it don't matter. Mm-hmm. Push sold more records. Jay Prince stepped in, <clears throat> ended the beef. Yeah, and once Jay Prince said, nah, that's it. And pretty much. What I out. don't like though is, and I don't respect, is you you end the beef, but then y'all want to say we got a record that would end his but career, we got and high, his yeah, career. Shut up. Yeah, I didn't like. Yeah. No, yeah. You, didn't. Well, you know what? I, one one person I was discussing with who remained nameless. The they black remain nameless. What? I'm tired. My tongue is heavy. Um, what? The, the, no, my, I'm tired. No, no, the the, the blackface thing. Yeah. There's certain things I felt that that could have been damaging to just a man in general. You know what I mean? Like, I guess from my angle, 
it was just like that can have certain. Yeah, you, know, you said Drake's not gonna lose a step, lose a beat, but you know, it was well, just. He's gonna drop this album, and that shit's still gonna go multi-platinum. Yeah, it's just for me, like it's like, well, damn, that was like. Mm. But then again, you know what? It is what it is. You know, I don't care either way. But I <laughs> but, just um, thought that if somebody starts, like, how? When is enough? Is enough? Or how far is too far? That's up for the artist to determine, really. But here's what happened too. Drake did come out and explain the blackface thing, so um, that's really what tipped the. <laughs> <laughs> that dude had to put out a statement. That's not yo. funny. That's you know? not funny. <laughs> he had to come and put out a statement, yo, because he aired him out. Like, yeah, but consider like you know the history behind that yeah. and the Jim Crow and all that. That's something to be very mindful about because yeah. of this country's history. And that's I think at the root of it why I'm kind of like, dude, he went there. He went yeah, there. Yeah, he went there. Because you know why? Because mm. Drake, Drake <laughs> tried to take him out, yo. He had to uh, show him, yo, you you not willing, like you not really about that. Don't don't try to come over. You are not really about that. You use Ghost Riders. You're a pop singer. You stay in your lane, my G. Now, did Drake have the right to defend himself? Absolutely. But mm-hmm. you got to remember... <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember you dealing with a real MC. Like, people like, oh, who's Pusha T? Y'all, that's not y'all era. He came out, what... He been in the game, what, 10, 15 years? I can't even remember. He came out when I was, like, in middle school, yo, with that grinding I didn't know who song. he was until, until this. So, obviously, it's working. It's a publicity stunt for him. Nah, it wasn't and a publicity like... stunt, I promise you. His album was already coming out. Like, his interviews were already scheduled. Like, that's another yeah, thing. Yeah, and, 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 and you know what? I wouldn't have known who the fucker was if it weren't for this. Well, then you don't listen to hip-hop. Well, I listen <laughs> to all kinds of music. That, yeah, that's that... my problem. I yeah. listen to everything, so it's like that's a good sometimes thing. I, I I miss things, you know. Like you'd be surprised what I listen to. Well, now like, you know who Pusha Thanos is. Um, that's what Charlemagne calls him. I like that nickname for him. What? Pusha Thanos. <clears throat> deleted his ass. Well, that that's uh, wow. Damn. So now but, here here okay, let's go come out on the other side of this thing because um I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast. Shout out to Rory Mall, Joe Budden, and Parks and Savon. I know y'all not listening, but anyway. Um, <clears throat> and I think this is going to happen. Maul on that podcast made a good point. He was like, yo, all right, if it's over, I don't want to hear nothing. Drake can't say nothing else to push your T, ever. You can't say nothing to him. I don't want to hear no sneak this on your album. I don't want to hear no, I don't want to hear an inkling of you hinting or even coming at this guy because it's over. And I think that'd be real corny. So what do you think yeah. about that, Alex? He ended it, it's over, it's done. Is that person allowed to ever to come at you again? Well, because Pusha T initiated. <laughs> what? Did somebody initiate with him. Hey, it's for a game. Since so, Alex, <laughs> if you call a truce and we say, all right, we're done, you think you still have the right to come slap me in the back of my head when I ain't looking? <laughs> that be another fight. That <laughs> no. <laughs> That's corny. Round two. Round two, fight. Nah, that's <laughs> you, corny, you ain't gonna yo. get one round, it's, it's over. I want a rematch. Shinwar, shout out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm gonna tell when you said that, yo. Yes, y'all are still going back and forth. With that. Yo, my head hurts. He said, <laughs> I want to read. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. 
even know that was gonna be funny. Like, what the heck? Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna tell him you said that for real. That's, yeah, that's up. our brother. You, you know we love him. Why been laughing at that, yo? Oh, wow. <laughs> so you like what I did? Biff, there, how huh? do you feel about that? Can is Drake allowed to say anything to push your tea ever again? At this point, I don't. I don't think it'd be in his best interest ever in life again. I'm pretty sure he could say something again, but if he doesn't say something off this album or soon after, there's no point because the beef is dead by then. It'd be no point. Yeah, I don't want to hear nothing else. He can't say nothing else in my book, yo. That's it. And then from here on out, is Drake allowed to beef anymore in rap? Like, yeah, yeah, you can beef. Now you 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 tapped out. Now you quit. You quit. Did he really quit, or did his manager throw a towel in for him? Your corner throws in the towel when you get beat up. <laughs> wow. Throwing the damn towel. Throwing the damn towel. Right before. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, your corner throws in the towel when you get beat up. <laughs> Dude, you called the truce. You quit. You Your old head's like, nah, you shouldn't keep doing it. That You a man. You can keep going if you want to, but you chose not to, which means you bowed out. You tapped out, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you can't be swinging at somebody. Well, bro, he gonna get but that might not that might not have been your choice though. Cause sometimes if your OG come to you and you like cut it out, but you still fuming, like you still wanna say some shit. But if your OG be like, yo, relax. And I and relax. I didn't like that. I didn't like that because it soft I, it made the L worse, but it also softened it. Cause people respect Jay yeah. Prince on that level, so they're yeah. not really gonna say much. But ah, they knew it was more I don't gotta wanna... be more to it. I I really feel like it's more to it behind the scenes that caused that whole Probably, but I, I I don't I respect it, but I don't respect it. I'm not a rapper. I'm not in a rap game, but I kind of don't respect that because it's like, so he get to run around and talk shit about people, and then when somebody air him the fuck out, he gets rescued. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need I'm backup. Like, I don't you know. I don't think he was necessarily rescued because like even with Meek, he didn't get rescued. I think. He beat me. Honestly, I think honestly, I think what Drake might have said, like whatever this unreleased shit is like i really think it's just like gonna be some off the chain shit and i think at that point jay prince is like all right y'all just taking it too far between the both of you i think it's gonna be corny so i'll just nip it in the bud right here i think it's gonna be corny what i mean what is he gonna say about pusha t really i mean but i heard it's gonna be pusha and yay and that's the other thing his dumpy freestyle was mostly about kanye west like people broke down the lyrics it was mostly about kanye and then he, J Prince even said, well, I'm going to end, you know, that song would end Kanye and Pusha T's career. But even in Pusha T's response, <clears throat> um, story of Adidon, he said, I want, he said, leave Ye out of my verses. I want all of the curses. Like, this is you and me. Like, I'm standing in front yeah. of you. Why are you talking about Kanye? Which is the truth. So. Yeah, I fuck with that. I, I mean, that's And Kanye funny. did this some on his album too, which was funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> he did, yo. That was that song in the part when he said, "Too close to, too close to snipe you, too rich to fight you." That line, that was about Drake. He said, "Stop being light skinned At the end of that, that was funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Like I forgot the words, but it's something like you being light skinned or something like that." It was too funny, and then it got ended because people's careers would have been ended, whatever. But it's like, can you really, <laughs> can you really end Kanye's career, bro? No, absolutely not. Um, unless he like touched a child or some shit, but yeah. Oh, that was funny. Pusha Thanos. That is one of the greatest L's I've ever seen in rap battle history, man. But 
Good topic to bring up, Alex. You know, can you go too far? Was it too far? I mean, we'll never know. We're never going to hear the diss track in response to that. So Drake is going to have to hold that L to his chest. <laughs> <laughs> and I just... He looked like Quail Man from Doug, yo. He had to wear underwear over his uh, his <laughs> pants and stuff. That I'm is just, so horrible. I just, I'm really looking forward to seeing what this means moving forward if, if he beefs with anybody else. Like, because you know people going to start... You know, they're going to they're gonna use that yeah, as, they're gonna as use it. ammo. They're like, you have to get bailed out or something. You yeah, know, you it's got coming. bailed yeah. out, bro. Because he did. Which is hilarious. No, he hit the reset button. You know? Yo, Dang. he was like, Dang, yo, your OG had to come save you. Yo, he, threw, he said he threw in the towel like Mick and... Um, <laughs> Uh, what's the name? <laughs> Mike Tyson punch out. Shut up, yo. Wow. He did, yo. <sighs> Biff. What? Yes. The other topic we were talking about tickle your fancy. What? what? So I was on the what? phone with Biff the other day. <laughs> and Biff was talking about some dude and said, he really tickles my fancy. And I told her, don't you ever in your life say that say that phrase to me again. So we're going to talk about tickling fancies. Not to be confused. Why was your face mad close to the camera just now? Because uh, that's how, I, you know, I can't fucking see. So I'm sitting here. I was on the phone reading. <laughs> uh, so tickle your fancy. Can you explain to the younger crowd what that actually means, Biff? Um, somebody that you, you have like a crush on, somebody you're smitten with, um, not necessarily somebody you like in love with or somebody that like you're obsessed over. It's just somebody that really just like, it can really be anybody or anything that just like tickles your fancy, like watching a dumb video over and over again, like that can tickle your fancy or... Sounds like um, a guilty pleasure thing. The way the way what? a guy or a woman approaches you and talks to you and flirts at you every day, you know, oh, he just tickles my fancy. Like somebody that just makes you feel good, you know, like that that happy, pure, genuine happy feeling for a second or two or however long it may be. But it's, it's yeah, it's not like anything. It's really like a you know old head saying. But you know, y'all know I'm country, so. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> So Biff, what are some of the things that tickle your fancy? Um, food. Definitely. <laughs> food. <laughs> food always tickles my fancy. Um, a, a nicely, a good conversation. Um, good drink. Um, somebody that can make me laugh. That now that really that's what really gives me like if you can make me laugh that's how I get tied up. Like. Yeah. You, if you can make me laugh, that's that's like an instant end. Uh, hold, hold on. See? Right, go ahead. What? Because <laughs> you said instant in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is disgusting. Yes, um, he is. This is fake fruit, so. I'm with you. I need what? someone who has. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What? No, was it? Uh, continue. Oh, matter of fact, unfortunately, I have to step off. I have to take care of something. All right, Alex. We'll holler. Say goodbye to the public. Bye. Thank y'all for having me. Uh, something just came up. I have to roll. But I will see you on the next broadcast from my experience. Love y'all. Mr. Biff. Mr. Fobert. I'll talk to you later. I just talked to you yesterday Bye. during the E3 conference. Bye. Damn, she's kicking me off. She's like, get out of here, Jigger. Jigger. <laughs>
<laughs> Alright, folks. Yeah. Love y'all. One. Peace. Love you too. Bye. Did he just do the one thing again? One. He's New Jersey. He he get away with that. New York, New Jersey niggas get away with that. <laughs> oh my god, Biff. Damn, it's back to us again. Oh my That's god. That's always different. That's cool. I'm tired of you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <clears throat> There's a lot of shit. Oh, who was you rooting for in the finals? Were you even surprised by the finals? Were you upset? How did how did how do you feel? Don't care. Um, Kobe Bryant was my favorite. I don't even really follow basketball, and Kobe was my favorite. So when he retired, I really didn't care because all they talk about is LeBron versus Jordan, which I think is the dumbest fucking argument on the planet because the NBA as a whole is different. If you took Jordan and put him in this era, I think he would kill these kids mentally. He would just he yeah. would take over the games mentally. If you put LeBron in Jordan's era, they, LeBron physically wouldn't I don't think would survive. Um, those guys were playing football, like literally. Like those of you who don't believe me, go back and look at some old NBA games, man. Like they used to let them dudes play. And here's the other thing that's a factor. Modern medicine has changed. They're keeping athletes healthier for much longer. Recovery times are much yeah. quicker. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you know, bigger, uh, better technology, you know, learning that you need the ice after every game, you know, learning that you need more than ice, you need heat, you need therapy. And I think, all, yeah, like you said, they're playing longer. It's, right. you know, longer longevity. It's, you know, like you said, the game's evolution is changing. Yeah, but I, don't, I, I wasn't surprised, you know, I've I always been either. team light-skinned, so. Oh, my God. That's another thing about acting light-skinned. You just know. Light-skinned people don't need no <laughs> facts, no theories. They just know. <laughs> but yeah, they they got aired out. Um, I wasn't expecting them to win, um, but I didn't think they were gonna get swept either. That shit looked bad. On yeah, no, nah, I thought they were gonna at least get like uh, one. Yeah, that shit was. Dead easy. I was like, damn, y'all didn't even get one. Now nah, game one, yeah, that was a big. That was yeah. that was a mess. But I really yeah. thought they should have won at least like game was it three. I think they had to leave like the whole game. I lost that bitch like the last five minutes or something. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was bad, man. I mean, it was, was real, real bad. <laughs> I just I couldn't even watch it, man, because I'm like I already know what's gonna happen. You know? What I'm yeah. Was LeBron. <laughs> I'm like, bro, Steph, Steph and Durant shoot. They can shoot the lights out, man. Like, and they took turns. Like one game, Steph aired it out. The next game. KD was like, all right, y'all ain't saying my name enough in these finals. Well, I think KD, on, I think Steph only had one good night of shooting. I think the rest of the other games was all KD. Yeah. That's why he's the finals MVP. Yeah. <laughs> so where does LeBron go next year? Because he ain't coming back to Cleveland. He punching white walls know. and shit. Did you hear about that? I know. Yeah. It broke his wall. Fucked up his hand. <laughs> Like, bro, I don't know where he gonna go. Like that's interesting, but I feel like if he does anything like some shit, like go out west, like they're gonna have to change up the playoffs. Like there's no way you're gonna change the playoff system. You just got to do like the top sixteen teams. Period. <laughs> he might go For out real. west. Because I'm saying if you go out west, that's basically like your whole west is just stacked. Period. Like nobody's gonna sit there and look at the Eastern Conference Finals. Like everybody's gonna tune in 
to wait and see what's going on, like what's going on out west. Like this, like like they had to change the All Star game this year because of so many stars in the West. Yeah. Like you're gonna have to do something different, a different playoff system, because it's like everybody's super teaming, which isn't bad. But I'm just like, is it though? Is it? Eh, I don't know. I mean, I don't think super teaming is bad per se, because now you're getting more superstars. You're not just getting. But what's a superstar though? Like, like somebody that's like that has like undeniable talent. Like you know, like a franchise player. Like you know, somebody that's gonna affect playing. Period. Yeah. And uh, you're getting more. You're getting more of those stars. You're starting to get like two or three stars per team. Now it's yeah. not just you have. You know, you used to have your MVP on on the team, and then you just have everybody else that's supporting roles. Word, you just, yeah. You you lock in around them, but now you're having two or three people that everybody has an extraordinary, a extraordinarily amount of talent. So you're gonna have. You're gonna you're gonna run into super teams. Like you are gonna run into it. But I just think. Instead of keeping everything in the old system with these super teams, you have to develop a new system. Because there's no way. You yeah, know what I'm saying? LeBron and right. Houston is cool, but I would rather see, you know, LeBron and Houston playing against, you know, another good team out west in the finals versus them playing, like, Toronto. Like, who wants to see that? <laughs> yeah, you're right, which is why. Excuse me. That's kind of why I like the NFL a bit more. Cause I just feel like in the NBA, you just already know. Like, the NFL, it's a shake-up every year, pretty much. NBA, like, unless somebody get hurt, you know Golden State going to be up there. You know whoever LeBron plays for is going to be up there. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Mm. But, I don't know. I think he should go. I think he is going to go out west. I think he probably might go to the Lakers. I don't know. I don't know. I just, you know, I keep hearing uh, the Lakers and uh, Houston have the strongest pools, but it's hard to tell LeBron. I, I feel a little bad. I do feel a little bad, but um, I, yeah, it's <laughs> nobody wants to go to the championship and get swept. Jesus. Yeah, and then but, it makes them what three and six? Like, jeez. Yeah, but his record. I mean, he did his part. I mean, his stats were phenomenal. But it was the the team didn't have a support. Yeah, and then you got your teammates that's high before the game. Don't know what's going on. Who got high before the game? Wait a minute. Talking about Jr. <laughs> Yo, the memes that came out about Jr. Man, I haven't laughed that hard in a very long time. Jr. Just I I don't know Jr. I just don't understand, and then he still squinted like. <laughs> Yo, that squint me. <laughs> when you get your paycheck and forgot. <laughs> no, when you got your paycheck and your overtime ain't show up, boy, I was crying. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that, man. Yeah. Yeah, JR. Yeah. I, mm. It was bad. He, 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 it was a kerfuffle. Yeah, that was, that was a kerfuffle. <laughs> God, but it's like when you play on that level, that's a lot of pressure, though. Like, you imagine being the most elite. Like, they are the elite. Like, you were on, I mean, according to, you know, the finals and stats or what have you, you're basically the the second best basketball team in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of fucking pressure. Uh, I don't know. 
Hell, the third best is a lot of pressure. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure, man. And then you get paid so much money and you make a blunder like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, like, oh, I don't mm. know. I'm but I'm right, though. Yeah, yeah, shit, you got all that money and shit. Ain't. At the end of the day, you go home and then you'll got that $1 million out of it, though. <laughs> yeah, for real. I heard you, Biff. You got to go? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go hang here and go back here. All right, you go back to work. Thank y'all for listening to From My Experience Podcast. Biff, give your little salutations or whatever. All right, guys. Just stay black. Stay proud. Stay true. Love one another. Check up on people. Speaking of real quick, I know we had two celebrity suicides this week. Please check on your people. Asking them, are you okay? It's not just checking on them. Ask them how they are. What have they been doing? What have they been up to? Check in. If you think somebody that makes $150 million or up to over almost, you know, a billion dollars can commit suicide, imagine what your friend has gone through and they're broke. So, Do you call people's said, friends broke? Yes, because regular people don't have, <laughs> regular people don't have $150 million to a billion just sitting around. That is very true. So compared to them, yes, I am very also very, very broke. So with that being said, since I don't have those same resources, money can't keep you happy but your family can, please make sure you are checking on those in your village. With that being said, good night. I love you guys. All right, we'll holla y'all. Peace. Bye.